Hello, and welcome to the Diz Explorers podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the Disney universe. This week, Milford is going to give us a recap of his trip to Aulani, which he is the first of us, of our troop at least, to get out, to get out there, and the first person that I know on a somewhat personal level to have gone out there since its opening. So I'm extremely interested in hearing about it. I know he did send us some pictures while he was there and he did uh, attend a wedding for some friends of his, uh, which was the purpose of him going out there as well as a vacation. So I'm very interested to hear about all of it. So take it away, Mr. Milford. All I can say, starting this out, you guys have got to go to Hawaii. It was beautiful. (laughs) Um, take us next time. You know the the yeah. flight the flight's a little hard to take. Six and a half hours on a plane and coach seating is not my Ouch. favorite thing to do. Yeah. Well, I think I told you guys the story. I'd originally booked my flights on Friday the tenth to fly out at five oh one a.m. out of Indy to Atlanta and then Atlanta to Hawaii, which was a ten hour flight. I had actually ended up changing that to fly to L.A. and then L.A. to Hawaii. Otherwise, my Hawaii leg would have been way longer. So we flew on Delta Airlines, in case anybody wants to know. I have to give hats off to Delta Airlines. They were very good. The service on the planes was good. Going out and getting to L.A., I'll tell you guys, during my Disneyland report, a little story about the trip back from L.A. to Indy that was not so nice, but uh, we won't go into that right now. I, I think you guys saw my post. So we, uh, I got in uh, about 3 in the afternoon Hawaii time on Friday, the March, Friday, March 10th. As you guys have probably heard me talk before on here, my wife actually ended up flying out a day later because of work responsibilities and not being able to take more than five days off. So... I was kind of batching it for a day. Got in about 3 o'clock, got my car, and started the 15-mile drive to Alani. Let me tell you a little bit about Hawaii traffic at 3.30 in the afternoon. It's not good. When it takes you two hours to drive 15 miles, you know, so the car I rented was totally wasted at that point because I, I rented a uh, red Camaro SS convertible. So I really didn't get to have much fun with that car, though there was a couple days we had a little fun with it. But So arrived at the resort and parked, self-parked in the garage. They also offer uh, valet parking for, I think it's $12 a day, which is a typical Disney thing, I believe, still. So I self-parked in the garage that's next door, which... You cannot even see this garage from the road, so it's completely concealed behind palm trees uh, to kind of preserve the look of the resort as you drive up. The The resort, act, interestingly enough, actually sits in a, it's kind of sort of gated community. Uh, when you go into, when you get off the H1, well, it's not really the H1 at that point, it's a state highway at that point, you come down to this little guard shack and they check everybody's ID coming in. Why are you coming into the neighborhood? Which is kind of cool. There's a golf course there, beautiful golf course that I can't think of the name of at the moment. We were, 
I think when we if we go back, we're going to try and play golf there. So they check you and they drive on and drive up to the resort and soft park. But the uh, the resort actually sits on homeowners association land. So this whole Koalina Bay area is a huge homeowners association. The homeowners association actually controls the public beach that's in front of Alani, the public beach that's in front of the Four Seasons, which is right next door to Alani, and pretty much all the beaches along there because there's like five different bays along that homeowners association area. And there's only one way in and out of this area is through out on the back onto the uh, state highway there. So I pulled up, got checked in, um, got my luggage up to the room. We actually stayed in room 954, which was great because we were on the ninth floor and we had a, uh, you guys probably saw my pictures, an ocean view. And at night, an ocean view was sunset, which was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I got in the room, kind of relaxed for a little bit because after being on a plane for the better part of 11 hours that day, I felt I needed a little sit down. (laughs) (laughs) So some of the friends that I had that were there already had gotten a hold of me and they had indicated that they were going to go to a place called Roy's Original. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. They have, they actually have restaurants in the stateside, uh, in California and in Florida, though I've never eaten at them. But this one actually uh, looks out over Waikiki Beach. Now, we went at night, so it wasn't like we could see the beach, but nice restaurant, wonderful food, a little pricey. I dropped, <laughs> I, I dropped $120 for dinner for myself. Nice. So, But the fish was good. I got a uh, nicely seared, nice piece of ahi tuna. Oh, uh, and it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I would go back if I get back to Hawaii. So, got back to the resort, and we kind of bummed around in the uh, bar. They actually have a bar that's open late. And, and late for the resort, I'll tell you, is like 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Hawaii time, which is kind of crazy. So we hung out in the Olilo room, which is just kind of a bar off the lower or the first floor. When you get to the resort, you actually come in on the third floor. So you actually have to go down two levels to get to the restaurant and then out to the pool. So we enjoyed some cocktails that evening, and I went to bed because I wanted to sleep. Travel days. Yeah, that the travel day is harsh when you're traveling that far away, for sure. Crossing crossing three time zones. <laughs> um, yeah, actually five. So oh, true. Yeah, we'll cross over the ocean, Central, yeah. Mountain, Pacific, and then whatever Hawaii is. Which, by the way, Hawaii doesn't observe daylight savings time, so that even added to the effect come Sunday. Well, and I didn't even think about it. I didn't even realize daylight savings time was happening. I get up Sunday morning, and it's 8.30, right? I go down, get coffee at the coffee bar by the pool at 8.30. Wait a minute. The damn NASCAR race is on. <laughs> it's only 8.30. And then I look. Oh, yeah. It's six hours difference now. So <laughs> so Saturday, got up. We kind of bummed around. I bummed around with some friends of mine. We hung out at some bars and the pools and... 
pools are awesome. For pools, there's the Kame I'm going to butcher these names, so the Kameka Grotto, which has an infinity edge pool on it that actually looks out over the beach and over the ocean. They have the Kiki, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, the Kiki Kiki Cove Splash Zone, which is the kids' area. So Kiki is actually a word for kids in Hawaiian. I thought I had that up. Yeah, it actually means child or an immature plant. <laughs> you have the Menihuni Bridge. So all over the resort are the, and I'll post some pictures of them, are these little mythical creatures called the Menihuni. And the challenge is just to try and, it's kind of like a hidden Mickey thing. And there's some of those through the resort too. But you try to find all these places where the Menahuni is, are, are at. And every couple days, they actually move them around. So they're not in the same place they were th two or three days ago. So that's kind of fun. They're doing, they actually do the cabanas poolside as well. A little pricey, $450 for a day. It's very similar, Mel, to the uh, cabanas on Castaway Key. You know, they provide you towels and soda and water and suntan lotion. And, and I believe there was fruit in there. I talked to somebody that was renting one. Um, and you get your own, basically like a cabana boy that brings you drinks. So you have to pay for the drinks though. There they also but cabana have cabana boys are great. Yeah. I, I will have to post you some pictures. Um, Definitely. They, they also have the rainbow reef, which is a place where you can actually go snorkel and they have saltwater tropical fish in the reef that you can actually see and there's actually a place that they have glass that you can actually look under the water for those of us that don't snorkel <laughs> they have the wakilohi pool and the wakilohi stream so the stream is the basically the lazy river and i spent pretty much the whole day baking in the sun in that thing on friday or on saturday past that then they have the walani pool and then, of course, they've got spa whirlpools. One of the whirlpool hot tubs is 18 and over only, and it's actually two two levels. So you have a waterfall that flows down into the other one, and it's a, an infinity hot tub, so you can actually look out onto the ocean. An infinity hot tub? Yes. Wow. It that was is so awesome. awesome. It can't okay, say I've seen that. It was awesome. And then they also, they don't have it on their website, they also have an adult pool. So there's an adult pool kind of back off the beaten path that's close to the Ulu little restaurant there, which is their quick serve, the Ulu Cafe. And it's adults only, 18 and over only. So kids aren't allowed in there. And matter of fact, we ran some kids off because they were in our pool. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like, you got four pools here. Go have fun. Yeah. Get out of the adult pool. I will make a comment about the pool areas. If you want a chair, you better be down there early. Uh, they start, people go down and start reserving chairs about seven in the morning. Do note that the staff uh, that runs the pools, they go around and check the chairs. So if you come back and there's a towel folded, folded up a specific way on the headrest on your chair, that means that you've been marked. 
And if they would have come back 45 minutes later and that towel was still there, they actually collect all your stuff, put it in a bag, and they keep it at one of the bars so people can get chairs. Nice. Wow. I like that. I like that, too. Everybody has to have a wristband for the pools, and the wristband changes on a daily basis. There's two different types of wristbands, because if you understand, this hotel is half regular hotel rooms, half DVC. So the DVC folks have their own kind of like shack to go get their band and get their towels. The normal room people get to go to a different booth, but it basically, because it has access to the beach, there's a lot of people streaming in and out the resort from the beach, and it and it could be public people that are just kind of streaming in there to go have a drink at the bar, which they promote, or, you know, just to check out the resort, so... That's how they keep the pools only to the people that are staying there at the resort. So so after bumming around and taking some pictures of all the stuff, which I'll get all this up on my blog site this week, hopefully. I took about, uh, I've got about 90 gig worth of video and pictures that I took. Holy moly. So I got a lot of editing to do. I mean, <laughs> I well, I take a lot of pictures that are junk. I mean, I... I with a DLSR, I just hold the trigger down and start taking pictures, and then I go through them and toss out the ones that are blurry and yep, ones I can't ones I can't clean up. I'm bound to get a good picture out of some of them. So, yep. So after hanging around in the Lazy River and running around and taking some pictures and some video on Saturday, it was time to go pick up Sean from the uh, airport. At least it was Saturday, so the traffic wasn't a mess. Saturday and Sunday, the H1 highway is actually decent. I got into the airport, picked her up, and out and back in less than 30 minutes. Which was awesome. So on our way back, we did stop at the Costco, which is a couple exits from the resort. If you rent a car, I'm going to recommend, and I don't do this typically, buy the refill package from the rental company for your gas. And if you're staying out that end of the island, because there's no gas stations between the airport and and Alani, for the most part, not easily accessible. Uh, Costco was it. If Costco wouldn't have been open, I probably would have been turning my car in with a quarter of a tank. So we went to Costco, or they actually went. She went into Costco to pick up a few things. We popped into Target to pick up a few things, and of course, stop at Starbucks because they don't have Starbucks at the resort, sadly. And we got back, and now I'm trying to think what we did. Oh, that was our night we ate at uh, Ama Ama. So Ama Ama is one of the more high-end restaurants there. It is all outdoors. It's all open air. And it's a menu-driven dining experience. I say that because there's also some buffet dining experiences there at Alani, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. Ama Ama actually serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Connected to it is the Off the Hook Bar, which is one of the bars that we spent a lot of time at. I had fish that night and some really tasty dessert with tara root in it. And tara root is what they what they make into poi, if you're, ah, not, okay. if you're not familiar with Hawaii. And poi is okay. It's not my favorite thing. I will say it's better flavored. 
so mixed with sugar and a lot of other things but I, no I'm not going to eat it raw that's for sure <laughs> so we had dinner there that night and that was pretty much the end of that night I think we went up and hung out in the room and just kind of chatted since there were 20 of us there I'm looking at my pictures to also remind me what we did what days. So Sunday we did a character breakfast in one of the other restaurants. That restaurant was the Makihiki, which is the bounty of the islands. They serve a breakfast and a dinner buffet. The breakfast buffet is actually a character breakfast. The character buffet is... $37 for adults and $18 for children, 3 to 9. The dinner buffet is not character and its price is $47 and for kids is 21. So a little pricey but not not too far off from what, you know, we experience at uh, Disney World for buffets, so No, it actually seems a little cheaper, honestly. Yeah, actually I think it was a little cheaper. Especially, uh, the ki- especially for the kids' one, because I feel like at <clears throat> Disney World, and I'm not sure about Disneyland, that, I mean, those prices you gave are almost half. 20-something for kids, 40-something for adults. I feel like for at Disney World, it's almost, almost maybe like a $15 difference. You yeah. Know, if like, uh, if mm-hmm. something's like $47, then the kids' one is like 35 or yeah, 33 exactly. I think they so charge that, more for the kids at Disney World, definitely. Yeah, so that's that's pretty good. Uh, it was interesting. The breakfast had a lot of good food on it. Uh, you know, they had the net, typical Disney staples, so you had your Mickey waffles. Uh, interestingly enough, they had red velvet Iron Man waffles. Ooh. So I have a picture of one of those that I'll post up on my blog when I get my pictures all put up. Lots of, uh, we kind of roamed around that day and did a lot of different character greetings that day. Uh, Mickey and Minnie were both out and about. It's pretty interesting. The characters sometimes are in one spot, but sometimes they stroll. So they might take them down around the pool. A couple times a day they have a pool party for the kids where Goofy comes out and Chip and Dale will come out. Did not see Pluto there at all. Did not see Donald or Daisy there at all. The only characters we saw there were Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Stitch, and Moana. So they did actually have a meet and greet with Moana, which was kind of cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, and Lilo. I'm sorry. I forgot about Lilo. (laughs) You got to have Lilo if you got Stitch. Got to have Lilo and Stitch, yeah. So Monday, we were going to try and go to Kona Brewing. Unfortunately, I didn't book tickets in advance. (laughs) Oh, man. So I got up that morning, and when I looked, they still had, they only do them two times a day, 1030 and 3 o'clock. And we thought, well... Everybody else went to Pearl Harbor on Monday. So Sean and I thought, well, we'll try and get the brewery tour in today. Yeah, that didn't happen. When I went back to look to buy the tickets because they're $5 a piece, 3.30 was gone as well. So oh, wow. that's something we'll have to add to our list for the next time we go. Yeah, I definitely would be interested in doing that because I do like their beer. Did they have all the different flavors out there? Even yeah, like the they actually ones? had all the Kona brews at the resort. So oh, that's awesome. Including uh, Fire Rock. Nice. Which is one of the newer IPAs they've put out. So Right. And we actually picked up a 12-pack of Kona brewing bottles at Target. And I'm shocked I can't get it that cheap here when I can find it here. I found it for 10 bucks for a 12-pack. 
Wow. It was like a sampler pack? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It had three bottles of four different brews in it, so. Yeah, it's it's just starting to get out here on the East Coast. The Whatever the main one is, I guess the Longboard Lager, that one's was kind of easy to find, but some of the other flavors are starting to filter their way up into some of the bigger box uh, liquor stores. Not not your mom and pop ones, but like the you know the, the big warehouse ones are starting to get some of the other flavors. So I'm hoping when the spring and summer ones come out that they start carrying them too. Yeah, we got Longboard and Big Wave back here in Indiana, but that's about it. Yeah. And usually I can get those in 12-packs, but those 12-packs are usually like 17, 18 bucks. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not cheap. It's yeah. definitely not cheap. Yeah. I did find that, you know, we went to Target, and I found that, you know, prices were all over the place. You know, I mean, a, a, an 8-pack of the little cans of Coke, you know, the little 90-calorie cans, yep. was about the same price I pay here. Fruit and vegetables seem to be about the same price as I pay here. I will tell you... Hawaii is very serious about their environment. When you go to Target, you better take a bag with you if you don't want to buy one because they don't have plastic bags. Oh, wow. That's true in California, too. Is it? Yeah. At least where I live, yeah. Okay. I say I didn't go anywhere in California to experience that, but... That's true. You were in the bubble. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of in the bubble. The other thing we did on Monday night was... Uh, one of the guys that was with us that's a cast member, Bob, his birthday was that day. His 50th, his actual 50th birthday was that day. Little to my knowledge, they had actually planned two birthday parties. So they went ahead and celebrated my 50th birthday there too. So we had two cakes for a 50th birthday and I'll post those. You might've seen, I don't know if I posted those pictures to Facebook, but it's a, it was a nice Disney cake. Uh, Bob is actually, uh, a gluten-free person so their cake was gluten-free and it was delicious and my cake of course was with gluten um <laughs> so that was kind of cool that they did that and we kind of had a little party that night one of the guys that uh, uh visited us from california he actually did some cooking and actually made up like meatballs and things that we had in uh, one of the bigger rooms that we had so cool Monday, we did the pretty much the only thing of significance we did Monday was hang out at the pool and we did the uh, DVC member Monday. So at the resorts in Florida, they used to have a thing called member Monday for DVC, which I think they have since stopped. Uh, but in Alani, they still do it. So it's basically a time, it's a sales meeting. You go and they tell you what the current offers are, which by the way, Alani still is not sold out surprise surprise yeah (laughs) and they i mean and they're discounting halani a lot to try and sell it off i mean they're discounting it like 50 percent. really yeah wow they had some pretty incredible incentives i go specifically for the free food the free alcohol and the free hats so we ended up (laughs) with four really nice uh dvc hats uh that say alani on it and on the back it says member and that's what we did that day, hung out at the pool. Pretty much that's what we did was hang out at the pool. There's really not a whole lot to do out there. There's very little in the area. There, we, there is a little train, a coastline train that runs around there, but apparently only runs a couple days a week and on the weekends uh, that runs down along the coast to the west. I couldn't find any information about it online until I got home. 
so next time we go back, we're going to try and do a little more homework and see if we can't do some of those things. Tuesday, we did the, the I'm going to pronounce this wrong. So they, some of their W's, they pronounce as V's. At least that's what I'm being told. So it's the Kava Luau, which is the Luau that Disney puts on. I will just say we did the we did the VIP experience. They have a couple different levels. Uh, the VIP experience is 160 for adults, 109 for children, three to nine. But for adults, it includes alcohol. Wow. I drank a lot of alcohol since oh, it was free. <laughs> I told the waitress, I said, "If my glass is half full, it's empty. Bring me another drink." <laughs> <laughs> And amazingly, and I'll post the video for that too, I got video of the whole show on my new GoPro camera. And we were like two tables from the stage. So it was pretty amazing. They they basically come out and Auntie, and I can't think of her name, and then her nephew, Noah, come out and they tell the story of how Basically, the Polynesians came from Tahiti to uh, occupy the islands and habitate on the islands. And believe it or not, they came by canoe from Tahiti. I can't imagine taking one of those canoes over the ocean to Hawaii. That would be pretty rough riding. Uh, But that's what they did. The funnier part was the guy that played Noah come out, I swear to God, looked exactly like Barack Obama and talked kind of like a cross between James Earl Jones and Obama. And I made the comment to all the people (laughs) in my group, oh my God, Barack Obama came to narrate our luau. (laughs) I'll tell you the funnier part in a moment. So just remember that piece. Um, So they go on and tell the story and they've got the guys that come out with the fire dancing and all that different stuff and all the hula and just just beautiful it was awesome the food was awesome uh they had had roasted a pig so you actually walked up and took the pork chunks out of the pig uh and then of course they had a cutting station and for other types of meats like prime rib and ham and then they had the typical food items on the on the uh, bar so they had like uh, fried sweet potatoes of course they had poi which no, not going there. And several other things. So it, it was really good. I really enjoyed that piece of it. So fast forward to the next morning, one of the girls in our group posted to me on Facebook, Hey, Milford, did you see Barack Obama was in Oahu yesterday? And, and I'm like, oh, my God. And he was playing golf at the golf course for three days right there by our resort was the funnier part that's crazy yeah fast forward to wednesday wednesday was the big day we didn't get to spend much time in the pool because that was sean and i's pearl harbor day uh with a couple other folks that was in our group i'm not going to go into a lot about pearl harbor because it's just well one it's not disney Uh, i might do a separate little podcast on the whole pearl harbor experience but uh, just just amazing uh you go out there to the memorial, the Arizona Memorial, and I mean, I I teared up. I almost came to bawling tears. 
when you see all the names on the wall that served on that ship and died on that ship, and then the fact that there were sailors that survived the sinking, that today there are 15 of left that have the rights to have their cremains put back into the ship with the rest of the crew. And that, when, when you go out there on the boat and you walk onto this memorial, it's just, it, it, there's no words for it. There's no words for it. Wow. Uh, and, and, if, and if I'd have thought about it, a lot of people, so when you show up at Alani, they give you a lay with these fresh flowers. We offered ours up to the Stitch God, the little tiki that's in the pool area. But a lot of people had brought their lays and actually laid them on the... uh, There's like a little altar bar there in front of the wall of all the sailors that passed. So that was pretty cool. Uh, We did get to go tour the Bowfin, which is an original Stingray diesel sub. And I'm going to tell you, there is no way I could have served as a naval personnel on a on a diesel sub in World War II. There's just no way. The hatches are two and a half feet tall. So if you're going from one frame to the next frame, you one leg through, pull the rest of your body through, and pull your other leg through. That's how you had to traverse the sub. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't know that the diesel subs actually had torpedo rooms in the front and the back of the boat they actually have four torpedo tubes in the front and the back and actually have four engines and somehow they crewed 75 people in that thing now I understand a lot of them share bunks um, because there were 12 hours on 12 hours off basically and in the kitchen and the mess I mean it was enough to feed it was big enough to feed maybe 20 people at a time pretty amazing I've got video of that walkthrough that I'll, I've got to edit and post. Uh, so then when you get done with that, we go take the bus, and you actually go over to Ford Island, and they take you to the Mighty Mo, the, the Missouri. Unfortunately, the Missouri was under a little bit of construction, so we didn't get to go up on the bridge. But little I didn't realize that the Missouri was actually mothballed and then put back in service in 1980. It was refitted with all the new technology so like uh, tomahawk missiles and things they actually have tomahawk missile launchers on that boat from when it was refitted in 1980 and it actually served in the Gulf War I didn't realize that but we got to go up on the deck and we we did the we did the passport tour which was $65 you got to do all this stuff and you basically got headphones and a, and a little box you punched a number into that told you what you were looking at when you got to that thing. So everything had little numbers on it so you could hear what was about that that item. When we got to the turrets, the gun turrets, the 16-inch guns on the Missouri, you punched in the number, and it talked about the fact that there's a map of Kuwait on the side of those turrets. And then there's, like, little shells next to it. So those were all the... Play, all the shellings that they did in Kuwait during the Gulf War by turret so each turret had different ones pretty interesting got to walk around in the CIC room that they refitted in 1980 (laughs) I got got better computers running my plant floor at the plant than than they had in that ship they're all PCXT's old stuff 
And then we got to go down in the ship and kind of go through the mess halls and some of the crew quarters, the captains. Got to see the captain's quarters, which are actually on the main deck of the off just off the main deck of the ship. The room where they had all the controls for the new firing systems, that actually used to be the admiral's uh, room, stateroom on the ship. They threw him off the boat. (laughs) Uh, After that, we went over to Ford Field, and I've got lots of pictures of that too. And, you know, when you go to the one hangar, you can actually still see the bullet holes in the glass in the hangar. They left the bullet holes there from World War II when they attacked Ford Field. They have lots of planes there. They're in the process of restoring. Uh, Interestingly enough, one is a B-17 Super Fortress that I didn't know this, but the Disney company actually had put done the logos for the sides of those planes so pretty much all the b-17s had donald duck in some sort of different theme on everyone on the side of every one of those planes uh this one this one happened to be the uh, i got a picture of it i think it was a swamp duck swamp ghost so it's 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 a swamp ghost and it's got donald duck and his feet are kind of sticking out of what looks like a bubbling swamp but that's what they did with the B-19s, and I had no idea they did that, which was pretty cool, a little bit of history. And I've got a picture of the, the little placard that talks about that. But they had everything in there from an Apache to an F-1 uh, Phantom, F-4 Phantom, uh, the typical Bell helicopters. Uh, it's all over the place. So... So that we loaded back up, got back over to the Pearl Harbor side, and headed back for the resort. I will say the way to go is the passport. If you have your, if you have a car, uh, it's sixty-five dollars a person, and it covers all that stuff. Uh, when I was doing my research, I found that most of the tours where they actually come and pick you up on a bus only do pieces. So. One bus tour may only do the Arizona Memorial. Another bus tour may only do the Missouri. So at least doing this, I mean, we spent the whole day there, but we got to see all of the stuff at Pearl Harbor, which was really cool. So we got back that night, and we got ready to go to the wedding, which was being held in the spa there at the hotel. So... And I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's the Lanovois Spa. It's uh, not run by the same people that uh, do it on the cruise ship. It's a different company, but very similar uh, kind of layouts. So they have the rainforest room, rainforest type room like they have on the Disney cruise ships. Uh, they have the heated beds. But the cool thing they have is they have this garden out back. You walk out into this garden, you can't even tell you're at a hotel because you can't see anything else except this garden. Off to one side, they have these, they're kind of like themed fountains, like they have, or uh, themed showers, like they have on the cruise line that do different effects and smells and lights. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever done the rainforest on the, Disney cruise ships but then uh, on the other side they have this lush garden and that's where the wedding was at there's two ponds with waterfalls on both sides and I'll try and post some of those pictures as well 
Sounds but gorgeous. The, yeah, so the one cool thing was when you go into the spa, they they hold out this bowl and everybody has to pick a wishing rock. You get to this very serene round room on your way out to the garden and there's a lone kind of like a fish line coming out of the ceiling with this crystal on the bottom of it that points to the middle of this pond and everybody's rock has a different saying on it and it has the front of it has it in Hawaiian the back of it has it in English mine said dream and I it escapes me what the other one said but I think it was dream love and like three other things so basically it was like a wishing rock you, you made a wish threw it in the pond before we went out to the wedding and it's obvious that they've done these weddings before because it was uh, very well orchestrated very well orchestrated when we got back there they had the cake with the crystal castle sitting next to the cake all lit up so this was technically a Disney fairy tale wedding wedding they spent a little bit of money on this the cake wasn't a cake that it was a cake that was baked there at the resort but the recipe actually came from the chef at the Amaretz Patisserie in Disney Springs in Florida because the folks that were with us that were getting married know the chef there at Amaretz there at Disney Springs so he actually sent the recipe to the chef at Alani because they needed a gluten-free cake and Alani was kind of him on about gluten-free so they had solicited Amaretz to help them with that have you guys been to Amaretz yet I have. They do a little bit of gluten-free stuff there, but not in any of their major cakes. So he had told the folks that were having the wedding that, you know, this was a one-time thing. Uh, And by the way, tell the chef and Alani he needs to destroy the recipe after he's done. (laughs) (laughs) The wedding was fun. We uh, did all that and had wedding cake and kind of went back up to the room and hung out and because we knew we needed to get packed we uh left the room a little early went back and packed Uh, sean actually went to bed and i went back and hung out with them and we played cards against humanity till like one o'clock in the morning nice i love that game yeah (laughs) thursday morning it was time for sean and i to fly out so we drove to the airport dropped our car off and got on a plane and headed for la back on to delta and that was actually a decent flight for me unfortunately not for sean we both the morning before you know you do your online check-in the morning before and we both did our online check-in and it was like okay here it's this much money to upgrade to first class well mine was one price hers was a different price which we couldn't figure out and we're like okay i'm willing to spend that money to fly first class so I said, okay, we're going to both click it at the same time. We clicked it at the same time. I got it, and she didn't. And she volunteered to go ahead and sit and coach. Oh, man. Well, she doesn't mind it because she's a little more comfortable in those skinny seats than my big butt is. So, <laughs> so we got done there, flew to L.A., and that's pretty much the end of that report. We got checked into. Grand Californian, and I'm going to save that for the next episode. Awesome. So on the next couple episodes, we'll talk about uh, 
my Disneyland portion of the trip, Ooh. along with a separate little piece about our awesome experience at Club 33 and the fact that Disneyland was celebrating the 50th anniversary of Pirates of the Caribbean while we were there. So cool. It was awesome. cool, but it was crazy. Oh, yeah. And I want to say, I did try and get you guys a rose cup while I was there. <laughs> oh. That's so nice I know, of you. <laughs> I, know you didn't mean it for, I know you don't mean for me, but I'll say aw anyway. Well, <laughs> I didn't That's remember so who nice lost it. <laughs> I, I I really did try, but when I got there and they said two hours, and I'm like, I only got three oh. days here. No, there there's nothing worth waiting two hours for, so I'm glad yeah, you that, did it. That was crazy. And they were limiting them to one per check. Jeez. Yeah, I had heard that. That was crazy. And they were gone, and, and they, only had a, they only had like 300 of them. Wow. So odds are, I would have waited in a line for two hours, and they would have been out of them by the time I got up there anyway. Yeah, no Because there was easily 300 people in line. It was like the Trader Sam's thing all over again. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'll tell you about that, too. I went to the Trader Sam's in California as well. That was pretty cool. Nice. And I did order the uh Oa. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, good. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. But yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, definitely. That definitely. was really fun. I, 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 I'm now I'm now I'm wanting to go to Trader Sam's in Florida. <laughs> so nice. September, RJ, when you get down there on Thursday, we'll have to go hang out at Trader Sam's. Yeah, definitely. I'm still working out my flight details, but yeah, definitely. If I can get in early enough that uh, that they're still open, and absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, very good. Well, that sounds like an absolutely awesome time. And I'm sure I've seen, we saw some of the pictures that you had put up, but I can't wait until you post the rest of them because I know it's hard to describe all the beauty that is Hawaii. And especially, I know that resort is Disney operated, but it doesn't scream Disney. So, which is even kind of better because it kind of it probably is a lot more relaxed and not yeah, the, crazy. The most crazy interesting part was the fact that they don't actually own the property and that that homeowners association controls everything around them and what they can do. There's a there's a chapel there that the homeowner association controls. If you want to have a wedding on the beach because they looked at having the wedding on the beach, it was it started at $20,000. Wow. That was before you had cake a minister, flowers, anything else, $20,000 just to have it on the beach. It's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I did miss one thing we did. There's a place there called paradise cove and I've got video of it. We did walk down there and actually waded out into the ocean with the sea turtles. Oh, that's awesome. Which that was really cool. And I and I got a sea turtle that swam right up to my GoPro and just kind of followed my camera through the water. So I've got to get that edited and in sorry it's taking me so long, but I gotta edit everything and then I gotta watermark everything because you know, there's folks out there that like to steal content from other people. So Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> awesome. All right, well that was that was fantastic. That was that was great. And as soon as Milford gets those uploaded, he'll either uh, he'll let us know, and we'll either get them out on our Diz Explorers account, or if he has his uh, personal YouTube, then we'll get them out in there. But we'll definitely let you know where you can find those, and 
and check that stuff out because that's like a once in a lifetime deal or at least for those of us who have young kids a very far away experience for yes. us to have yes. <laughs> yeah especially for us east coasters because we got it's a couple more hours on the old plane and the plane ride and, i can't even fathom it and the whole mess yeah no, yeah no. i have to say that was the roughest part was the plane ride and we're actually sean and i are actually talking about it because her mom has never been to hawaii and she's going to be 89 this year we're talking about maybe we might try and schedule a trip next february to take her out there and and stay for a whole week you know we only had six days i'd like right. to stay like eight or nine days and go experience a little more definitely well and and not go during spring break <laughs> yeah yeah off peak for sure well that's gonna wrap up this episode so thank you again for listening I really appreciate it. You can find us over on the DizExplorers.com where you can find links to all our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on YouTube. Also, you can find links to all our Explorers separate uh, personal accounts on all various social media platforms. And as far as for this podcast, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in radio and also on uh, on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to everybody next week. <laughs>